Hello, hello. It is I, the queen mother. Oh my god. Okay, I'm in bed. I just... <laughs> oh, sorry. I was scared that my pillow was going to fall. And, like, this, this, my room is... My room is fucking messy. Like, it is so messy. And I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I love that it's messy. Because I know that when I, you know... I'm like in my 30s and when I have kids and shit like I I am you know I'm I'm gonna be clean because I have to be right because the because you know the kids gonna be like gross but even outside of that like even if like you know there aren't kids involved it's like I think about this Sex in the City episode in season one because I've only ever seen season one I don't even think I I don't remember if I finished it, but I did see season one and it was like, this was like years ago though. Anyway, but there's this episode about like your twenties versus your thirties. And I feel that I feel like, cause I can imagine like when I'm in my thirties, like, cause I get irritated. Like I like fuck with my room being messy. I'm like, this is a vibe. This is an aesthetic. Also meaning like this really fits me, depression, all that shit. But it's like when I'm in my 30s, like I imagine by that point, I'm not going to want to like because I get annoyed sometimes when like practicality, like I get annoyed because I'll fall because there's a bunch of shit on the floor. So it's like I feel like when I'm 30 and I'm like obviously trying to like better my experience and like, you know, I just grow and change and evolve and mature. I'm going to want a clean space, a nice space. Right. And yeah, I'm gonna like, I don't know. My point is I like to enjoy this phase of my life because I know it's not gonna last forever, right? Um, And it's cute to like, I mean, I don't know, even as we speak right now, you know, I've lived long enough where like, I, I can imagine what memories feel like. Like I can imagine, um, you know, like, how do I describe it? when I say can imagine what memories feel like um like even though I'm saying all this right now I can already feel this being a memory right because when I was in high school they would always say like this is not your this is not you know it's not the rest of your life like you know high school feels like forever but really it's not that big of a deal which is so true that's the truest shit ever and so I would always remember that when I was depressed I'd be like this is not gonna last forever so I'd always have these moments where I would like You know, I don't remember if I started calling them checkpoint moments back then, but I would purposefully just take a moment to look around me. I'm like remembering one of those moments right now. I think like the very first time I ever did it because I always did stuff like that ever since I was a child where I'd be like, like I would just take a moment to really like look at my present environment, really just take it in, especially if it was a positive um, experience. But at that point in high school, it was just more like, one day it's gonna be memory like I'll just be like like just just you know like just one day you know it'll be over and you won't remember all of this and you know so just remember the beauty of like your living room right now and I was like looking around my living room and I was like a mat like just remember this beauty because it's not gonna last forever and the thing I have to say about that is like and what I want to bring this back to like the present right now as I look at my room like yeah like it's not gonna last forever like I really like I I really enjoyed being a child. I really enjoyed being a teenager. I felt like I was very on brand with all of that shit. Like, I feel like I was like, you know, 
I loved being an angsty teen. I loved, like, I think I said this, yeah, in one of my episodes, I talked in depth about that, where I was like, yo, like, fuck the adults. Like, I was like, kids all day. Anyway, but, um, but now it's like in my 20s, like, I I felt, I feel like every year of it, because I enjoy all of that. Like, I have never believed that I was supposed to be any other way than what I was because like that's like I get sad when I see kids trying to be grown because I'm like girl you will be grown like it I it's like I don't explain it it's just like it's like you it'll happen one day like trust me like this though like this doesn't last forever and the saddest thing about being young and being a child and stuff like that is that like you you are you are forced to enjoy something you don't fully understand like adults who are older than you will always be like i wish i was in and you can't relate to how they feel because you just because one you're aware of the fact that they're romanticizing this period in your, in your life like the reason why i say they're romanticizing it is because i'm like bitch i'm fucking miserable like i am so miserable and for you to look at me and be like wow like you know, like this, like, trust me, like, you're gonna look back at it. And I'm like, but don't you think it's interesting that like, you have to look back? Like, don't you think it's interesting that at the time you didn't really enjoy it? I don't know. We'll see how I feel when I'm like 50, 60 or whatever. But like, I don't know, because I don't want to be a fucking teenager again. I don't want to be a kid again. Like, I enjoyed those times when I was there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I enjoyed it. Like, I had a good time. I enjoyed being a teenager who watched teen dramas and read young adult books. I enjoyed, like, being angsty and depressed and the fact that there was a community readily uh, readily available for me to indulge in online. Like, I loved all of that. Like, there was no... The only thing I hated was the fact that people were fucking bullying me. Like, besides that, I did not give a shit. And, like, my home life, whatever. But, like, my home life wasn't that bad. It was just, like, you know... If you've heard previous episodes, you know. So it's just, like... It was just annoying. Like, regular teenage shit. And I knew that, and I loved that. I hated it because it was painful, but I loved it because it was, like, real, right? Like, it was everything it's supposed to be. And that's how I feel about my 20s. Like, that's why I look at this messy room, and I'm sad. Like, because I'm like, nah, like, this will be a memory. Like, first of all, it's not sustainable. Like, this is magical to me because I know it's temporary, right? So I'm, like, looking around right now as I speak, and I'm like, yo, like... I will miss this and I'm not gonna miss it because it's like messy it's like the messiness represents like me not doing chores you know what I mean like it's just me just not doing chores me just having that agency to be like you know what fuck that like you know what I mean and that's why I feel like that's such a 20s thing right because when you are a kid you know ideally you spend most of your childhood being forced to do things that will better you know yourself and your future and it's like you're too young to understand like fully the value of that so like you get annoyed you get irritated even if you do do it even if you do listen even if you do understand in your youth but overall like there's this there's this sense of rebellion because you're like bitch I don't want to keep doing this shit like I don't want to do this like if it weren't for you forcing me I wouldn't be doing that shit you know what I mean and so like in my 20s it's just like it's been such a time of like I do whatever I want and like girl first of all first of all first of all you don't need to do everything you want you do not need to do everything you want because some of the shit that you want is just not is not is not quality I don't girl bye bye you know what I mean 
anyway but yeah I'm like looking at my room like right now and I'm just like yo I'm having a moment because I'm like yo like when I'm older like I'm gonna look back and be like yo like that was such an era that was such a vibe obviously romanticizing it because like girl fucking depressed ready to kill myself Williamsburg Bridge ready to jump off like girl what I mean not that part obviously that's not the part that I like thinking about right now I think for me right now, it's just understanding like the value that this has to me because I I always had a messy room. It I always preferred it that way um, in my like adulthood because as a kid, I wasn't really. I mean, I would still have a messy ass. Like, girl, it was a lot. It was a lot. Anyway, actually, so I just wanted to record an episode today. I didn't want to like do too much because I got to go. But yes last night yesterday i wanted to i was really tired so i couldn't so i didn't do it but like i really wanted to make an episode about empathizing with my mother because i was talking about my mother with a friend and i don't know like we were talking about we were talking about somebody else who reminded me of my mother and so like i um I, uh, I don't know, like, that girl situation, and then thinking about my mom, I don't know, like, it just kind of, like, humanized my mom, where it's, like, meeting someone who's probably, like, just like my mom, you know what I mean, like, she's, like, similar to my mom, like, what my mom was probably like, you know, at a younger age, because I don't think, because I'm not like my mom when she was at a younger age, like, my mom was already a mother, like, by the time she was my age, um, So, yeah, so, like, seeing somebody else and just understanding, like, be able to contextualize it, like, oh, damn, like, this is what my mom was like. Like, this is the type of person my mother was when she was younger who made the type of decision to have a child, like, so young, right? Um, Anyway, moving on. So, um, I do actually want to, I think I am going to talk about that with empathizing with my mother, because when I was talking about my room, when I was younger, oh my god, oh my god, sorry, I was talking about my room when I was younger, um, I, um, sorry, real quick, like, I'm just thinking about something, so, like, obviously, as you guys know, if you watch, like, or read, like, listen, Jesus, listen to these episodes, I truly, um, like, my brain, like, the triggers, the flashbacks, like, that shit is real, and it's overwhelming, um, and I just, like, had this flash of fear, because I met these groups, this group of people, these, these group of, this, this group of people, I actually don't know which word I would use for that. Anyway, but I met this group. I met this group. Yeah, I think of... Okay, okay. I mean, of people is like specific, so it's not redundant. Anyway, but I met these people and they're a group, okay? (laughs) And they're different from me because like I was born in New York, but my mom was one of those moms that was like, no, we're moving to the suburbs because... Nah, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want you to end up like some of your cousins. So, moved to Virginia, 
came back on my own accord because I was like, fuck Virginia. No offense. I don't like I just want to say Virginia always has a special place in my heart because I did spend like nine years of like pretty much half of my like literal like childhood there. Um, well, I don't say like literal childhood, but like from nine to 17, you know, um, like it was only, it literally was only two months shy of being nine exact years, you know? So, um, point is, is that like, you know, I just realized August is like a special month in my life because so many things really pop off on August for me, but I can only see that in like hindsight to be honest with you anyway um moving on moving on so yeah why did I bring that up oh yeah I came back to New York because I wanted to be in New York and I still like being in New York I always talk about leaving it but I probably won't ever leave and even if I even if I do I'll probably just come back you know what I mean like or not you never know right because I I always like feel I don't know I've always felt like California was calling me I always felt like California was calling me and when I think about like my true personality and how I actually am I do feel very strongly that California would be a nice place for me not southern California though but like northern California I feel like like Sacramento type shit like I don't know like the places wait let me see what region this one place is watch this shit be like south southern California I don't know anything about California so how do you spell it? I'm not, I don't want to say it. Uh-huh. Bitch, wait, okay. I'm not going to tell you guys. I don't want you to judge me. Um. Okay. Like the area that I would want to live in. I don't want to like tell you guys. And then you guys be like, I don't know. Like, I just don't want to get judged. Like, this is not a vulnerable space, like, for that at this moment. Okay. Bitch, it was Southern California. Okay, well, I don't know. It's giving me, like, Northern California vibes. I don't even know why now, because I'm confused. Hold on. Where is this shit? It's Central Coast, exactly. I knew that shit was not Southern. Hold on. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, exactly. It's Central. And I was going to say Central, but I wasn't sure. So yeah, I would probably live in like Central or Northern California. Um, Not like a major city like San Francisco yeah, like, I wouldn't do that. Like, I just, I want to, like, be somewhere where there's community and beauty all around me and chill. Like, I love New York. And that's the thing, though. It's like, I can't, like, if I were to ever move to California, it would be, like, after I have a family. Because I cannot imagine leaving New York now because there's so many goals that I have and like I want I'm going to live them out like I'm going to accomplish them like I'm not gonna like you know what I mean like it makes no sense like this idea of California versus the reality of my goals like excuse me like the latter for sure anyway so 
but I could see myself doing that. Like I could see myself being like having kids who are like almost reaching like puberty and we're like moving to California and like going to like stay there. And I can see them like staying there right? Because it's like, I'll be raising them. You feel me? And so like, they're gonna feel the vibes. Like, they're gonna be like, nah, like, we are all about peace and harmony and chill. And the city is so fucking chaotic. Like, it's so chaotic. And like, I love that. We love that. But ultimately, it's like, there's a true, there's a true, um, I don't explain it. But like, there's like a true way for me right to be as a person that's truest to me at my core in the purest form and i don't think that that aligns with new york city so i feel like i will be moving to california like i just feel like that's exactly what's going to happen but before that I'm going to live like I'm going to do other things like I'm going to live my full ass life in New York City and even that within itself will be a fucking memory and I'm gonna be like yo like I lived in New York bro <laughs> like because it's like I live in New York now you know whatever but it's like imagine when I'm like done living here and it's like yo like that was a thing like, that was a thing. Like, that was, like, you know what I mean? Like, that was all I knew. You know what I mean? Like, that was everything I was, like, was living in New York. And my struggles, like, dealt with living in New York. And now I don't live in New York. And the thing about living in New York is it fucks with your identity. Like, it really fucks with your identity. Because it's, like, you begin to, like, judge yourself and base yourself. Not only, like, on New York's, like, by New York City standards, meaning like cultural standards and stuff like that. But you also start to judge your like yourself and your ability to like stay in New York because it is so hard to stay in New York that like leaving always feels like giving up, which is like the most abusive shit I've ever heard. You know what I mean? Like it's just like it always feels like giving up. And I say abusive shit because I'm sorry. Like there are so many relationships, whether platonic, work, romantic, familial, whatever, where people like literally are dying. Like they're like failing, their bodies are failing, like their mental health is in the toilet and they will not end whatever relationship is truly the cause of such stress not only on their physical health but their mental spiritual and emotional health and like the thing that keeps people in these situations is this idea that they're giving up that they're weak right and i blame society and our culture for putting into our heads that there's something wrong with being weak in the first place because weakness is a part of life weakness is objective right it can be subjective but it's also objective like if your leg is fucking broken that shit is fucking weaker than the other leg that's not fucking broken that's not personal no one's trying to hurt your fucking feelings get the fuck over it you know what i mean and i get it i'm a cancer i get it okay take a shot every time i say that i'm a cancer but like for real so when i say that i'm not only saying that to other people like being like fuck you it's like no i'm saying it to myself bitch i'd be saying that shit to myself like not exactly like that like, like not exactly like that but you know, I'll just be like, girl, I mean, I say much more nurturing to myself. I'll just be like, girl, like, this is like, you know what I mean? Like, this is, this is life. This is a part of it. Don't let p other people try to tell you that, like, you know, leaving this really, you know, 
crazy ass city is like bad especially because most of the people who make you feel really bad about like leaving new york city are new yorkers because dead ass a lot of them can't leave like that's some real shit like a lot of them cannot leave like they can't leave they can't leave because like the way this the culture of this city is is like it like it like a lot of new yorkers i feel like have like serious trauma they have serious trauma and they have no idea that like other people outside of new york and like why there there are, i promise you there are more people in the world especially okay well yes in the world but definitely there are more people in america who would never live in new york who'd have no desire to actually live in new york than people who actually do and a lot of new yorkers it's really funny but also like kind of sad uh, mostly funny though but like kind of sad a lot of new yorkers that I sp i've spoken to in my youth like like going to college here and stuff like that like they put new york on a pedestal because of course People put a lot of major cities on a pedestal like Paris, New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, um, London, all that stuff. And a lot of people who are not the wealthy, you know, you know what I mean? Like people who are basically just not wealthy, taken care of, safe in these major cities live very hard lives. And a lot of people because of, you know, like media, like whether it be rap music, fashion, um, I guess I should just say art, whether it's because of art, media, or just, you know, people romanticizing other people's struggles, right? It's like a lot of people don't understand that um, it's not fun living here. It's not fun being here. It's dangerous. It's scary, right? And a lot of people in other places, they know that because, like, they don't have to deal with those problems where they're from. Like, it's, like, literally, it's been so traumatizing being in New York because, like, growing up in Virginia, like, shout out to my mom for bringing me there. This why I got to empathize with her. She knew what she was doing. Like, nah, like, when I come, uh, come into contact with people who are, like, born and raised here, I'm just, like, girl, like, I know you can't put your defenses down because like, you know, the people that you've grown up with, the the environment that you are a part of is hostile. It's harsh, right? And even in their most vulnerable moments, New Yorkers are very like tough. You know what I mean? Like even when they're being vulnerable, they're tough because they have to be right and it just makes me sad like the reason i said it's sad is because when you really sit and think about it like when you really sit and think about like people always like i said i always talk about this shit like this intellectual masturbation right shout out to my mentor but it's just like people will literally sit there and know that the cops are trash and like know all these things and like understand all these things and never once actually contextualize or put into perspective like there are children who grew up here right and like they could be like four or five six years old and like the cops are looking at them like you little fucking little rat like i'm gonna get you when you're older like that's real life like if you walk around new york city walk around the fucking barclay center you just see all these cops post up not even on every corner not even on every block every five steps 
And, like, you have all these kids just hanging out. And it's like, people will sit there and be like, why are these kids so hostile? Because their environment is hostile. Like, what do you mean? Like, they're not born like this. Is this how people are justifying their racism? Because they're like this at such a young age, like, oh, they must be born that way? No. This society has set them up since they were fucking toddlers, bro. Since they were toddlers. Some of the kids that I work with, I see it in their eyes. They're scared. And they should be. Their environment is scary. Especially because these cops, they're not here to protect them. They're here to persecute them. And even if they don't have the language to explain that, they know that. They feel that. They see it in their eyes. So at what point are any of these kids supposed to know, let alone learn, that like they can be happy, that they can laugh, that they can jump around, that they can wish for the best? When from from the gate, they're looked at as if like they're going to do some fucked up shit. And then guess what? Every human being does fucked up shit. So inevitably, when they act out upon their humanity, then it's like we got them. Is that like, do you do you think that feels safe? Like, don't you think that feels scary? The moment you show your humanity, boom. Boom. Right? The moment you share your humanity, boom. Like, that's what they're waiting for. They're waiting for you to be human. And all all marginalized people, especially black people, can relate to this. But it's like in New York, it's like a thing when you're poor. And also what I hate about New York is like you'll have so many like wealthy children from the city who are just depressed and like my therapist has taught me that there is no true laziness but like I will say this right as somebody who's been called lazy a lot in her life by her parents yeah I'm calling them out anyway um because I got called lazy by other people but it only hurt when I got it from them It, it became a sore thing because of them that's why I'm saying that Anyway, the thing about laziness is a lot of times it's usually due to depression, something mentally going on that like somebody is not being more active or proactive or pra- or um, um, exercising any sort of initiative or agency. But the reality is too, like you got to do something about that. Like, there's this boy that, like, had a crush on me, right, like, this past week, who I, like, really have no interest in talking to. Like, I really am just not interested in him at all. I'm not even sure if I really like him as much as a person, you know? Like, I, like, I don't mind being an acquaintance or whatever, but it's just, like, like, I look at him and I'm, like, I don't think that I would like what's really in there, you know, because I feel like what's really in there is just a it's like a, a privileged boy who just feels misunderstood and unloved. And like, that's not the same as these kids that I've, I've been talking about. Right. Who literally like are struggling, 
whose parents were not there for them because they were struggling, whose grandparents weren't there for them because they were struggling. The community could not give everything they had to give because they were struggling. Everybody was. And there was no real hope because it's like, again, you have the cops that are just there to make sure they never get out of line. And getting out of line means you don't go to certain neighborhoods. You don't act out in certain neighborhoods, right? Like you people, like I sometimes feel like these people exist within the New York City, like, like, so like, not even like, like, I don't even have to, like, social structure, I guess, but I mean it. Like, you have the wealthy people at the top in New York City who are very aware of, like, because they have power over how New York City is structured. So I feel like they keep a lot of marginalized people just so that they have service workers. Like, try to tell me I'm wrong. Please tell me I'm wrong. Like, they keep them as, like, commodity to use whenever necessary. Whether it is for, you know, elections, whether it's to talk about how they're doing good things, like to, to be fake ass philanthropists, like it's all fake. It's all bullshit. Using these people as if they're not people like them because they don't believe that. I refuse to believe that they truly believe that because I'm like, girl, you don't even know that you're a human being. You think you're above that. So you don't even know. Moving on. Moving on. Anyway, fuck that shit. I hate that. I'm, I'm getting mad. Anyway. But yeah, like that guy, like he was just a brat. You know what I mean? Like he's just a brat. And like what I don't like is that I'm sure he was raised better than that. You know, like he was raised better than that. And what I, and the thing about being mixed, because he's mixed, the thing about being mixed that's hard is that with, I feel like within the biracial experience, and when I say biracial, I don't mean white and black, okay? Because usually when I say biracial, I'll think about white and black. But in this case, like he's not white and like he's not he is white but he's not black and the thing is is like with biracials it's like they they don't feel white enough right they don't feel white enough but the reality is they are white like you know what i mean like it doesn't matter if you don't feel white enough like it doesn't matter you're white though you know like people could say what they say you could feel how you feel but you're white you're not only white you're not just white but bitch you're fucking white you know, and a lot of people, like, especially white people, I like, sorry, even if you're biracial, it's like, a, it's, and it depends on what you look like. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. With the biracials, it depends on what they look like, how light skinned they really are, because the lighter the skin, the whiter they appear, right? So the thing is, like, with white people, including the people who are mixed with white, very obviously, it's just like bruh you know what I mean it's like whatever failures you have in your life are just not as bad as the failures as other people because society has literally like it's structured for your benefit do you understand like this is for your benefit everything even black people being at the bottom that is for your benefit because you could look at white people like, well, my life's not as good as white people's. And it's like, okay, your life is still a lot better than a lot of other people, you know? And so it's like, also, that's not contradicting the shit that I've said in the past two episodes about people like not looking at themselves and blaming other people for their problems. This is the same shit. Like people just look at themselves. It's kind of what I'm talking about snitchery. Because it's like, I feel like snitchery felt like she didn't fit in because of what she was into. But it's like... Yeah, but now what you're into is popular. So what do you have to say now? You know what I mean? Like what like what like what now? 
you know? And I feel like even in my own personal journey, it's like I got, you know, I had an entirely different experience in Virginia versus New York. And like, it took a long time for me to catch up with that. And even now I still struggle with that, you know, like I am a a certain standard of beauty in New York that I feel like I never was in my life. You know, and quite frankly, I probably could have been a certain like I could have been viewed as a certain center of beauty in my life growing up, but just never knew because people were mean to me for other reasons because of what I was into. Right. Because of like how I how I expressed myself. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just like you really don't ever know why people are treating you the way that they treat you, which is why that shouldn't matter. Like that shouldn't be what you base your value, your worth, your thought, yourself on. Like you should know yourself. And with this guy, like it just, it's just frustrating because it's just like, why would I want to be with someone who thinks that he knows struggle when all he knows is his own struggle. He doesn't know my struggle and he doesn't even have the fucking respect or decency to understand that, to do the work to understand that. I don't give a fuck if you're half Hispanic. That don't mean shit to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, especially if you know me and it comes to Hispanics, I'm like, nah, we're not the same. And they always want to do that shit. I'm like, you just want to do that because you feel like bad. Like you equate blackness and they don't all it's not always like this but a lot of hispanics because of just like the colorism within the community like and racism a lot of hispanics they want to like identify with black people when they feel rejected by their by the other hispanics and i'm like girl like that's fucked up like i don't think you understand but like that's fucked up and it's not just hispanics that do this this is something that all humans do in different ways i did this when i i was i grew up around a lot of like you know upper middle class people and i we were not upper middle class like we we weren't really upper middle class like i identify as that sometimes because of like the fact that like i grew up in a six figure household but i grew up with people who were both of their parents like made six figures or near six figures i just grew up in a household that like made six figures meaning both of my parents incomes together went to that level and that is a lot like that is a lot but again that's not the same as somebody whose parents are actually making six figure per person or like one parent's making six figure you know what i mean like so it's like yeah six figure household but it's just different you know what i mean and so, like, also being black and trying to understand, like, blackness in a very racist-ass town, it's, like, I made very ignorant decisions and, like, tried to align myself with people for very ignorant reasons. Like, I was just, like, you know, like, this is, and I didn't, obviously, I wasn't aware of it. Like, I wasn't sitting there being, like, oh, people think I'm poor, so I'm going to go hang out with other poor people. Like, no, I was, like, you know what, I want to go find people who won't judge me the way that these people judge me, Right? And it's like, yeah, but it's like, what are you aligning with, right? What are you becoming? And with this guy, I feel like it's the same thing. And I could be wrong. Like, I feel bad because I don't know him. And quite frankly, like, I don't know. Like, I just, I had a great time when I, like, met him and hung out with all those people. But that's just, like, not my crowd. Like, that's just not, that's just not my my true vibe. That's not me. Like, that was me in my early 20s, but that's, like, and, like, mid-20s. But that was, like, a phase, you know? When I say it's a phase, meaning, like, 
obviously it ended you know what I mean so like clearly it was a phase like I was discovering who I was and parts of myself exist in those spaces but only parts only small parts of myself exist in those spaces you know but that still means a lot to me that still matters to me even if it's not to the you know the equivalent of other people there but it's just like with this guy it was just disappointing because it's like so you are well educated you probably come from a good household meaning like they taught you manners they taught you that like you know you went to college they taught you the value of setting up a good life for yourself and you just don't care about that you just don't want that and I relate to that I get that but the difference between me and this guy is I'm getting over that like getting over that childhood thing of like I don't fit in woe is me like bro grow up like grow up you know what I mean like you need to grow up like and the thing is, is what happens a lot of the times is that like kids, if they if they just didn't get enough fun when they were younger, but then that's not even true because kids be having fun when they're young and still end up like this. So it's very nuanced. And I think it does depend heavily on um, a child's traumas and like what a child went through and stuff like that. So I'm not saying like I'm judging him where it's like, you're a lazy motherfucker. You're a loser. Like, it's not even like that. It's just that, like, dude, like you're choosing not to do better like the people like around you that like did not come from what you came from like those people like they had no choice like this is this is all they know given the opportunity I bet you more than anything they would maximize those um those benefits and I experienced that with my abusive ex-best friend that's exactly what happened like that is exactly what happened and it took me healing and you know so much work to really understand that because I'm depressed because like I have all these specific and unique issues within my life the nuances right that I'm talking about where it's like you have to know me to understand why I wouldn't clean my room and have it as messy as as messy as I did when I was younger because my mom her way of dealing with her trauma was controlling a bunch of shit including me and her me and my brother which was awful it was an awful experience right I felt like I had no real ability to have an identity you know I couldn't even forge my own identity so therefore every time I try to find myself it was always through other people was always through like others because like that's all I knew I never had the chance to be left alone and to develop on my own my my mom let me develop on my own in other ways but I bet you more anything that shit was unintentional I had to fight for that because she was scared of me better be scared of me because like the thing is is like girl leave me alone I'm not a fucking doll I'm not a fucking avatar I'm not a fucking sim like leave me alone like Jesus Christ like if I want to wear black nail polish let me wear nobody's dying like what the fuck like that Gee, I'm still mad about that because I'm still living with the consequences of that. I still have to deal with her being the same person, like the same person who feels like because she's not allowed to control things that she that she has been wronged what and then and then look and reflecting back on my life and understanding that I was exactly like that growing up because like again that's all I really knew or understood or saw and I did love her I did obviously look up to her she was strong she does shit that I will never do in my life I refuse to ever do in my life you know what I'm saying so it's just like I I do respect her even if it doesn't look like it or sound like it all the fucking time 
But it's like, nah, I'm pissed. I'm mad. You know? And what happens, I feel like, with a lot of biracials is the, is the, the colored parent, right? I feel like just always probably does a very poor job. I mean, I don't want to say the colored parent because if you have, I don't know. Because you have a white mom. I think it depends on your mom. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's based on the color or if it's based on the mother. I don't know. But one of the parents I've noticed with biracials, because it's not always um, like the the colored parent, but it's but in my experiences, it's always the mom. And but I I don't I don't absolutes are dangerous because they're rarely ever true, but it's just like in my life though they were moms. So whether it's a white mom, whether it's a like a Hispanic mom, a black mom, but it's like but it doesn't have to just be moms. It's just usually there's always one parent, right? That doesn't fully that didn't fully understand right the family that they were marrying into right like who they were procreating with culturally right and the reason why i say okay wait i need to think about this because this actually is more nuanced than that because there are different types basically i'm gonna get into the types don't worry basically what i'm trying to say right with biracials what i've noticed is you have somebody who's aspiring to be white within the family or someone who's like regretting the fact that they you know built a life or procreated with somebody who's of a seemingly lesser culture right like those things happen I've seen it and what happens a lot with these kids especially if it's not if they're not raised right no offense I know there's no real right way to raise someone but what I mean by raised right that was judgmental I shouldn't have said that but what I mean by that is like when I think about this boy because I do think he was raised right but when I say not raised right in this sense I mean like he probably heard even if it wasn't from his parent because Hispanics like I said be mad colorist mad racist me me mad obsessed with becoming white looking white being white it's just anyway anyway that's like with his i'm like we're not the same i'm like i'm sorry first of all i'm african i'm african there's nothing but pride for the black okay so for me with hispanics i'm like nah like y'all's obsession with the proximity to whiteness becoming white being white having what white people have can't relate you know what I mean? And like that's not to say that all Africans feel the way that I do. I'm saying that Africans who have pride in being African know what the fuck I'm talking about. And it's the same thing, honestly, for anybody that has pride in where the fuck they come from. Because you have Hispanics who are proud of where they come from. And they don't want to have any sort of proximity to whiteness. You know, like they don't want that, right? And... um. And yeah, sorry, I'm just thinking about something. Anyway, so it just depends, right? But with Hispanics, it's like because of the colors of the racism, like a lot more of them are bold, especially in New York culture, because like black New Yorkers really allow them to just do what they want. Like, that's how I see it. I don't know if that's the case, but that's how I see it. And within New York, too, you'll see a lot of Hispanics like have 
you know, successful either like careers. I want to say successful. I'm not going to say successful. You'll see because it's like society's ideal of success. And I don't I don't want to feed into that. But it's just like you'll see a lot of Hispanics in more like salary positions or you'll see Hispanics in more like certain positions. And the thing about that that pisses me off is like that to me is more of like a New York thing, maybe even a California thing, because it's like in Virginia, like you don't like I didn't see that in Virginia. Like in where I grew up, like Hispanics didn't have it like that. You know what I mean? Like they really didn't have it like that. And if they did have it like that, they had a white partner. Like they had a white husband, a white wife. Like they had white to help them get there, you know? And a lot of black people who were upper middle class where I grew up, like they were with black partners. And you did, you know, have the perpetual constant like black man with a white woman. Um, and like where, when I grew up, it was very, very, very rare where you saw a black woman with a white man, but I'm sure as time has gone, like has passed, like that has changed. Um, but yeah, so it's just like, my point is, is like, it's very nuanced. It's a bunch of shit. I have my own personal experience that I will live by because that's, that's what I need to use to survive. That doesn't mean I'm always right. I acknowledge, I accept that, but what I'm not going to do is not protect myself when I'm around certain Hispanics because I'm just like, I don't know you, right? And I have been hurt by people who pretended to be like you. So, you know what I mean? I'm just, I just, I don't know what's going on. I'm still figuring my shit out. You know what I mean? But anyway, yeah, but anyway, um, with this guy, I'm sure maybe in his life, in his family, like wherever, because clearly this has to be a wound somewhere. Like, he probably felt, because I feel like that's normal. I don't know. I could be, proje- I mean, not projecting because I don't really, well, I, you know what I'm talking about. Projection isn't the right word though. I just see this a lot. So I could be wrong. And that like, he may not fall into this, even though I've seen this happen a lot. But it's just like, he, he like, like he's literally wealth like i'm sorry like i cannot i do not i fucking like oh my god i hate people like that like i hate people like that like you guys do not understand how much i hate biracial men like that because they always want to be with a darker person because it's going to be cool because they see coloredness as cool and i'm like you're white do you understand like you are a white person like leave me alone leave me alone you are fetishizing me because you're white and like half black half white may not be like that necessarily because half black be trying to run from themselves lol anyway but it's <laughs> let me stop let me stop because they the other ones do too because i'm thinking about this half asian guy i met half white half asian um, I also met, I'm also thinking about like the same guy I'm talking about, half Hispanic, half white. And these are both wealthy, spoiled little boys, right? They're adults, but they're fucking little boys. You know what I mean? And it's just so, like, the fact that they, like, what I hate is the dis, like, they are knowingly and willingly being disingenuous. Like, like that, like, that's what it is. Because it's like they hang around colored people. They hang around poor people. And like they want to just be at one with them. And I'm like. 
Like, I understand. Like, I, I literally talked about it. I understand looking for community. Like, I get it. I get it. I get inserting yourself in places you don't belong. I get it. Right? But the thing is... Right? The thing is... It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Like, and that is putting it as politely as possible. It's just disrespectful. Because these same people will never share their resources. Because they never do. They never do. Because they resent their resources. And I'm just like, yeah. I understand why, like, disenfranchised people, like, hate you. Like, I get it. Because, like, you don't understand the value of what you have. And it's so, it's such a perfect exemplification of how unfair life is. That someone like you, whose family owns property in Pennsylvania, somebody who was born and raised in the fucking East Village is going to sit there and act like they're not a fucking yuppie. Like, I don't understand that. I don't. And I, quite frankly, I don't really want to be near that. Because to me, like, my blackness, my strength, built from my struggles, like, that is something that you couldn't possibly ever understand the value of because you don't even understand the value of your fucking resources and those shit that shit is basic that shit is basic fucking basic that's why people call y'all basic because it's like yes have good home safety all this shit that's basic needs bro and you have that in the best form in the most luxurious form you have it in multitudes and you're just sad because of your individual nuanced experiences. And that's fine. But you can afford a therapist, probably. You can afford to use your resources to get over it. But you don't. Instead, you insert yourself in with people who will never have that luxury without blood, sweat and tears and inevitable devastation. And you expect me to like you romantically bitch i'm still trying to get over liking you as a person let alone platonically and like i said i get it but as someone who's done as much as she can and continues to focus on like overcoming that really seeing that understanding like why it was my abusive ex-best friend was the way that she was felt the way that she felt which is justified in her abuse it's like because she saw that i didn't value where i came from i didn't value what i had and she wanted to punish me for it because for her it just wasn't fair that someone who understood the value of it would never be able to have it the way that I just have it. The way that is just ingrained in me because it was something I was born and raised in. 
Why would I ever want to be with a man like that? That is literally me at my worst as a child. Why would I want to go back to that? Why would I want to be with that? I'm trying to progress. I'm trying to literally like grow the fuck up and build off of where my parents left off because they're getting old. And they're not perfect. They made a lot of mistakes. But one thing that they did not fuck up on was ensuring that when they die, I'll be okay. And I got to finish that mission because I do owe it not only to them, but to myself. Why would I ever want to be with a man that doesn't understand that? Because, yeah, that would just make me look stupid. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, I just don't fuck with him. I just don't fuck with him. And I don't hate him. Like I said, I'd love to be an acquaintance. I And it's so ironic because I do feel like we could be friends forever. But I feel like we could be friends forever because, like I said, I understand him. Like, I get it. But I don't think we're ever meant to be together like that because I timing matters to me. Like, I do not believe in, like, right person, wrong time. I don't believe in that. I believe that time is the true indicator of everything. So if the time is not right, it's because what you're thinking isn't correct. You know, maybe there's a misunderstanding here. You know, because people will say, like, they'll romanticize somebody from the past or something. But I'm like, but it wasn't good. So, like, I don't know, like, why you even think it could be good. That's a fantasy, right? Like, that's the fantasy that could be good. But the reality wasn't good. It doesn't mean that people can't, like, break up and they come together. But, like, that doesn't, that, usually when you see that happen, though, that doesn't look like right person, wrong time. Usually that looks like they're just in a fight. Like, that's usually what it looks like. Like, I feel like if you have to, if you have to say right person, wrong time, it's probably not right. It's probably not the right person, you know? But I could be wrong. I don't know. I wouldn't know. Anyway, um... yeah just yeah like I that really just it really did bother me and um yeah I just like don't respect that and I think he's better than that and I think that he'll get over this because he has to like I doubt his parents can take care of him forever and quite frankly they're doing him a disservice if they allow him to think that I feel like they probably understand he's just depressed because, like, the shit is depressing. Life is hard, you know? But he he needs to, like, grow up at some point. And I hope he does. But who knows? Because he's one of those signs that are known for always being a child. So, like, <laughs> so I don't know if that'll ever happen. Um, but But I don't hate him, you know? Like, when I say hate people like that, it's just, like, I hate that type. I hate that behavior. I hate that. Not necessarily like every individual that exhibits that behavior because they're bigger than that. You know, they're more than that. And I do recognize that. But I also recognize that there's something that I fucking hate and refuse to indulge in or feed into. You feel me? 
Anyway. Anyway. Um, hold on a second. Sorry, I just had to text a friend something. Anyway. Yeah, so I think I'm pretty much done with that. Um, I don't know if we'll talk about the empathy with my mom, because I do think that today's episode is just me just talking. What's on my mind? Um, I can't wait to meet my husband, though. I'm not going to lie. I just feel like whoever I choose, I'm just going to be so obsessed with. Like, I just, I'm so ready. I'm ready. I'm going to <laughs> I'm so dumb. Anyway, no, but like, I'm so ready, because I'm going to be like, wow. Because I've already decided that I'll just be alone forever. Like, I've literally already decided that. I Like, you guys don't, like, I know you guys probably believe me, but I mean it. Because it's like, I, I just, I can't. Like, I'm just, I'm sorry. Like, because a lot of people will tell me, they're like, but you've never felt the joys of, like, holding someone's hand and, like, kissing them and just feeling that magic. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. And you know what? You can pity me all you want. But you know what I've also never experienced? all that horrible shit that comes with relationships with the wrong people like and like having those memories you know like i've never you know i haven't experienced the good nor the bad you have to remember that like i haven't experienced any of that so like for me i'm like girl i'll just be alone because like what i'm not gonna do is like give my precious self to like a lot of these people like a lot of these men like they're worthless like i had to learn that women are the same like you know what i mean like, i really had to learn like yeah women are better than men but like barely i'm gonna be honest with y'all barely 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 because women we have our own issues but the reason why we're better is because it's not our fault like we literally have to evolve to survive and men are the same too but they literally hold the power to like dismantle the patriarchy and choose not to for like the little joys that they do get so like yeah fuck them you know what i mean like fuck them um but yeah i can't wait to meet my husband because i know the type of person i want to be with like i know the type of man i well, I don't say the type of man i know the type of person because i don't know what type of man but like i know what type of person i want to lay my head down um next to every night i know the type of person i want to speak to you know every day every night for the rest of my life like i know that i may not know what that looks like in real life i may not recognize it like in like reality because i'm sure my type exists you know and i've like come across them but just i like i don't know what they look like you know what i mean like i don't know um the type of people who hold this type of personality because i spend so much of my life around like fucking low-key low lives low-key low lives like they don't have to be low lives they just choose to be low lives because like they think it's cool and i'm like I hope you get robbed. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But like, I hope you get robbed. Like, I really do. Because like, like, I don't know. I don't know. That shit really just be like grossing me out. That should be grossing me out. Like, for real. Um, for real. Anyway, and last thing I'm gonna say about this guy, I don't know if he's gonna talk shit. But a lot of immature people, that's what they do when, like, you reject them. They talk shit. <laughs> LOL. Re. <laughs> well, in my defense, it wasn't about being rejected with the girl that went to Columbia University. It was the fact that, like, I don't know 
why she switched up on me and she never explained it and i'm always scared to talk to her again or see her again because i'm always scared she's gonna be like leave me alone all you do is torment me i'm like i'm so sorry i have not like spoken to her or, like bothered her i've done my best to like stay away from her but i do get scared you know what i mean because i'm like she ever were to hear any of these episodes and be like you know what I mean? Like, I literally called her a coward. I'm like, <laughs> I really be calling people cowards, myself included, because I sent her a whole voice message being calling myself a coward. So, like, I really be doing that. I will never get over the fact that I called Jay-Z a coward. I'm just like, I'm dead. The reason why I'm dead is because, like, if I were to ever see Jay-Z, I would never call him a coward to his face unless he did some, like, real cowardly shit. But I just don't think he would. Like, I just feel like he couldn't get to where he is in life if, like, he were truly, truly a cold-hearted coward. Because cold-hearted cowards are a real thing. You have heart, heart, warm-blooded, warm-blooded cowards, hot-blooded cowards, and cold-blooded cowards. Cold-blooded cowards are cowards that kill themselves. Like, internally, they're dead inside. Like, they're just dead inside. Like, they experience so much pain, and they're just too afraid to ever experience it again. And they've also just turned their heart space like off, cold, whatever you want to say it, because like they understand it. No, like I can't even risk a chance of feeling again. Right. Like that's a cold hearted coward. Like the cold hearted isn't that like because they can be like um, malicious and mean and stuff like that. But I like I really want to hone in on the cowardly aspect of them because that's a more internal experience. Like, yes, we can call someone a coward. Yes, we can see that someone's being cowardly. But oftentimes, like coward, cowardly behavior translates and manifests into like hurting others, like abusing others, um, belittling others, um, basically like doing everything you can to make other people feel some type of way so that no one is paying attention to the fact that you're fucking scared, right? That you're scared. You're scared of everything and anything that could possibly happen, right? Moving on. And you have warm-blooded cowards. And warm-blooded cowards, I like to think, are just your regular, degular cowards. You know what I mean? Like, the regular cowards. Like, they're just, they're just scared, you know? But they'll take risks. You know what I mean? They'll take risks. They'll tell you how they feel. They'll tell you what's going on. They'll do their thing. But, like, most of the time, they're cowards. It's about, like, 50% max that they'll, like, you know? And, it, and it's really spread out. I would I would argue, I would argue that it's, like, between, like, ooh, like, ooh, I don't know. Even 50 percent is really generous like that's like that's like a good warm-hearted coward because those exist i want to say the type of people who i think are like good warm-blooded cowards but i don't want to say it because like i'm not trying to be offensive or ignorant or have my 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 point like ignored But I'll say the Hispanics who've hurt me the most, not like, you know, they hurt my feelings or whatever, but I mean like seeing them, like watching them be and it's hurt me the most, like those people are what I would call like the warm-blooded cowards. Actually, no, that's not true. That's not true. They didn't hurt me the most. That's the thing. That's the thing about warm blood. They're regular cowards. Like, it's like, well, the reason I mentioned the Hispanics, it's like the way Hispanics toe the line. They pick and choose when, like, they will exercise their 
you know, their privileges and their disenfranchisements, right? And it's difficult to talk about this because sometimes Hispanics do that as well because they know they have to. Like I said in my last episode, people are fake as fuck. One minute they, they're dead. Like, for example, Glorilla was black. Like, Glorilla was a whole black woman. But as soon as she started to do fucked up shit or like questionable shit, you know, she didn't do like fucked up shit. She did questionable shit. I mean, that 550 was fucked up. But, like, she does questionable and fucked up shit, right? People are like, oh, she light-skinned. Right? Like, she's light-skinned. Like, she ain't even black anymore. She's light-skinned. Right? And, like, Glorilla is light-skinned, but Glorilla also is not, like, a, like, conventional beauty. So I feel like using her light-skinnedness against her is kind of, like, brutal because it's like, yeah, but... Like, yeah, she gets the privileges of being, like, light-skinned, but she also, like, looks black. Like, she's very black as a person. And so, like, that's what she deals with as well. Like, that's that's a big part of what she deals with. In her, I forgot what they're called, but in their, in their clique, like, in their rap group, right? She's, like, the lightest-skinned person there. You know, that's not a coincidence. There's, there's a reason why her best friend is Gloss Up, who I love i love her anyway we're moving on love her anyway anyway fucking love her anyway bars rap god like jesus like that bro she's the future like y'all don't know like she's the fucking future we're moving on we're moving on because i could go i love her anyway love her anyway (laughs) i gotta relax i gotta relax so um what was i saying um what was i saying um yeah what was i saying sorry sorry i just i just had a thought come into my head um but anyway moving on so um so yeah, so anyway, but yeah, so, but with Glorilla, also the thought had nothing to do with what I was talking about. And the thought has nothing to do with like me or my life. So that's why I'm not going to talk about it. Anyway, I just like thought, I don't know why I just randomly, I don't know, I don't know why actually I got to this thought. But it it somehow came from my love for, for uh, Gloss Up. But anyway, but with Glorilla, like she, um... Like, and this kind of actually falls in line to what I was talking about. That's why, like, even though I'm talking about Hispanics, it's like, it's, they're not special. Like, this is not just them. Like, everybody's like this. Like, half Asian, like, Wasians, right? Like, I'm sure you speak to Asians about Wasians and they'll tell you the same shit. I'm sure you talk to black people about biracials will tell you the same shit. Like, it's just anybody who's able to like, you know, insert themselves into different categories. Whereas a lot of other people, they can't do that, at least not visually. Like, yeah, like, it, like yes, resentment builds up. Because it's like, well, look how you were able, like, you, like, you have to acknowledge that. You have to acknowledge that. Because it's disingenuous to act like we're the same. Bitch, we're not the same. We're not the same. Like, we're just not the same. And that's fine. Like, that's fine. That doesn't mean that we're not relatable. That doesn't mean that, like, we don't feel the same way. I mean, you know, doesn't mean that we're not similar. But we're not the same. 
like, bitch, you're white. You know what I mean? Like, you're literally white. I'm sorry, me, I biracials. Anyway, but yeah, but also I acknowledge that I'm African. That's why, like, I don't identify as, like, Black American. And I don't ever want to. I feel like it's, I don't want to lose, like, my um cultural identity. Like, I don't want to lose that right? Like, when I have kids, I want them to be like, yeah, like, my mom's, like, Malian American, right? Because Black American is, like, literally, to me, just American. They're just, they just have Black skin, right? Like, they're just Black people, but they're literally Americans, whereas for me, my entire foundation is Malian, and, like, you can't erase that. Like, I I take it offensively if you erase it. I don't care how I talk. I don't care how I come off, bitch. Like, Malian American, Okay, so yeah, right. Anyway, moving on. I kind of want to go. I want. I kind of want to go by my tribe though, because of like, like the colon like colonialization is the reason why these countries got split up the way that they did, and like it split up my family. And because my family is like pre- predominantly West African, and it split up my family. So like, I don't like that. Like, I I prefer to be called like Fulani, like Fulani American. But at the same time, though, it's difficult to go by Fulani American because I am not like I'm not that well versed in Fulani culture at all. Right. Because Fulani being Fulani is a blessing. I take a lot of pride in it, but it's also a lot of like responsibility, a lot of honor, a lot of that shit. Like there's a like the tribe, like the way that Fulani's move is very damn near militant when it comes to the culture. So like. I feel like it's disingenuous for me to say I'm Fulani American because, like, I don't even speak Fulani. Like, um, I can say Fula. Fula or Fulani. I prefer to say Fulani, though. But anyway, um, but yeah, so I prefer Malian American because culturally that is what I know, right? Like, culturally that's what I know because I have family in Senegal, Guinea, um, Mauritania, um, like, bitch, I'm African. Like, I'm African-African. My great-great-grandfather was from Egypt. He was a merchant. He would travel from Egypt all the way to the West to, like, sell shit. And he decided to settle down and marry my great-great-grandmother, who was a part of the Maraca tribe. Um, And then they gave birth to... No, because my... Because he's my great-great-great... Because he's my grandmother's grandfather, the Egyptian. So they gave, oh yeah, because my mom told me they gave birth to Mustafa, not Mufasa, Mustafa. (laughs) That is my grandfather, my great grandfather. That is that their son. He's the one that gave birth to, well, he didn't give birth, but like, you know what I'm saying? He's the, he's the link. He's the link. And then he had my grandmother and her sister and I think, I don't know, I gotta ask my mom about this. I really gotta ask my family about this because, like, I feel like I for real took this shit for granted because I'm like, yeah, my family, but it's like, nah. Like, as I get older, I'm like, wait, 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 I need to ask them. I need to, like, write this shit down because I don't want to forget. Like, (laughs) I don't want to forget. Like, I know I can always ask my family members, but, like, bitch, I should know my shit anyway. But, yeah, but Mustafa, like, he gave birth to my, well, he didn't give birth, but, like, he had my grandmother and my grandmother had my mom and then my mom had me and that's how it goes anyway 
but like all of africa because that's just that's just the, those little pieces because on my dad's side like i said it's like all west africa because like i said the colonialization separated everybody because people were like my father's family like they were shepherds so they spent most of their life just traveling they saw themselves as fulani right like on my father's side that is fulani like they don't see they don't they don't abide by like senegal or like molly mortanya like they're like no we are we're we're fula right like we're fula like we're fula and so like with um being fula it's like it crosses like it, it goes beyond borders right like when you know the history like you know um their locations also you know by last names where people are from what regions people are from all that shit that's why that is why, like, growing up in America, like, I just could not take a lot of the shit, Amer like, what was going on in America seriously. Because I'm like, in America, especially what happens with a lot of Black Americans, like, white supremacy is literally the act and the fact that in this country, people are like, oh, this is, this is the right way to be. Like, no, it's not. Like, that's just your culture. And again, I talked about this. I don't know if this is an unpublished episode, but I talked about this where it's like one thing I can't fucking stand about like, like when I study history, specifically from when it comes to like um, tracking like Europeans and their descendants, like one thing I can't stand is how like they really like, they like the reason why like i feel like white people be like oh like we don't have a culture because they chose that i don't know if present day whites understand that but like that was a that was a very intentional choice for them to lack a culture because they wanted it to be the standard of being they didn't want it to be cultural they wanted it to be the standard of existence like this is how you righteously exist and it's like get the fuck over yourself like you need to get the fuck over yourself for real like and the thing is because they want to own everything they want to have everything and the only way they could do that is by forcing a standard upon everyone else and they didn't even they didn't they did not succeed i refuse to believe that i refuse i refuse I refuse because you're not going to see me marrying a white man like i i don't know like i just can't because like for me i'm like i cannot fathom meeting a white man who understands my experience and not because i'm black but because of the multicultural aspect because i don't mind being with someone who has white in them but like you because that's the same way where i can't imagine being i'm gonna be real i cannot imagine being with like a black man like i cannot imagine that like i can see it because i've been attracted to them whatever but it just as we get to know each other, I'm just like, nah, like, you don't understand me. Like, you really don't. Like, I feel like for me, it's not about race. It's like, it's not about like, you know, being Asian, white, black. It's like, you have to have like multicultural, like, you need to have mul multiple cultures to like, be my partner. Like, you have to understand what it's like to navigate life, understanding all of these different perspectives, because like, it's hard it's not easy and it's like similarly to like what kim foster was saying in the i think in the chef way episode i talked about this very briefly but like how she'll talk about how um she wants to be with like a black man now i'm gonna be real i can see her with a white man i don't think she'll like end her life with a white man but i can see her like dating a white man because i think that 
I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of scared to say this, but I'm going to say it. I embrace if I'm wrong. I just, I'm just don't want to be, I don't know if this is like offensive to say, cause I, even myself, I'm like, okay, are there implications here? I don't know, but I still want to say it, but it's like, I think Kim underestimates like how progressive she is. I think she underestimates like how conservative black people are you know because for me when it comes to conservatism conservatism whatever for me it's a matter of like conservation like i i truly see it that way like i think it's a matter of like conserving what once was and she is not a conservative like she's just not like she literally doesn't even want to have kids she doesn't want to get married Right. And I do believe there's a black man out there for her, like that will completely understand her and everything. But I also feel like she has this perception of blackness that is still very much like doesn't include her entirety. You know, because when I see her and I think about her being like, I can only be with a black man. And when she says her reasons why, I just feel like she's really underestimating those things because i'm just like i don't know a black man like that specifically that would be okay with not having kids or a family like i don't know a black man who values the type of things that i feel she likes to see valued by black men like i just don't you know what i mean and i feel like it's just a, a part of life because I feel like she'll date a white man to experiment because she'll be like, I need somebody who understands, you know. But again, I also don't think the white man could ever possibly understand the same way a black man couldn't understand. Like those black men couldn't understand. But I could see her with someone who like maybe they're not fully black, but I don't think they'll necessarily be like biracial or mixed. But I feel like she'll she would end up with a black man who's predominantly black but like has like like has other cultures in his like family you know like he grew up he understands different ways of thinking because that's what happens when you're like in a community that's very much tied to like like reinforcing the ideals of just that community i don't know if that makes any sense it's just like because with like black men for example the reason why like i can never say can't be with one because i could be with one it's just that the likelihood of that happening is slim to none because of the fact that like so many black men that i meet like they when they meet a girl that they really like right hashtag not all black men because if you're not if you're a progressive black man it's different but again i don't want to say that because a lot of black men will think they're progressive but i'm like no you're actually very conservative because a lot of men like black men they'll meet me right and because i'm african like i was raised a certain way i was raised to be a certain way um especially when it comes to giving love it's very much of service because of the patriarchal the heavy patriarchal um culture of it and everything and also the matriarchal power because people will talk about the patriarchy blah, 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 but like no offense but like i don't like like 
because my father he will confirm what a lot of like americans say where they're like african cultures they were not like this patriarchal like that happened because of europeans that is true but like i also feel like in this current patriarchal system that exists at least within my family within my families like the matriarch has all the power like literally when you look at how our culture is set up like the matriarchs have all the power it's just that the men get all the glory and that's similar as well here but like it's like recognized over there whereas over here i don't feel like it's recognized or even taken seriously because when i see the way like white people treat like white men treat white women i don't see that when i see the way that white men treat like women like i don't see that whereas like in um molly i mean i have not gone you know for for a long time but every time i see my family members though like or hear about them like it's always the women that have all the power and the men are scared of them and it's like not hidden but i don't know if it's also because my father's family is is head is headed headed the head of my father's family is a woman because like he's the eldest born son but he's like mad young compared to her so when that when he had to when the position had to be assumed like it was her right so i don't know if maybe that just fucked me up you know what i mean but i don't know my point is is that like there is like matriarchal power that i feel like doesn't exist in america um but again i could be wrong i don't know this is based off my experiences not like other people's experience well anecdotal information within my experiences as well but like you know but my point is like i didn't like sit there and study other people's experiences to get this conclusion like this comes from a personal experience um and i did do my again my own anecdotal studies and shit but you you know what i'm trying to say um moving on um yeah so yeah what was i gonna say though because i was gonna i was gonna continue on um um oh yeah like i love to serve like i love that because you know what i don't fucking do that like my mom will tell you like my entire family will fucking tell you like i am not going to like serve you i'm not gonna give shit to you if i don't fucking want to because like i said I grew up watching my mom give everything to a man who did not know how to show her that he valued it, who I feel like honestly didn't value it that much. I feel like he just felt guilty about it. You know, he tried to like, I like, I'm be real. I feel like my dad felt guilty, you know, cause he, cause he's looking at his life and he's just like, I don't like, you know what I mean? Like, he's just like, he like, he had a certain dream, he had a certain goal and then reality happened and he's figuring that shit out. Right. Like, and so like he did not value her the way that she deserved to be valued and even though i dealt with that in my friendships with women i never gave my i tried my best i mean and i still dealt with that with men but like i never got into like a relationship or long term or anything like that with a man because like for that reason but don't get it twisted i still made the same mistake don't get it twisted i did i did I did anyway but um but yeah like I want to serve my husband like that I know I know I know guys I know 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 
but I do because I've always because it's like I feel like growing up watching my mother I understood the value of it like I understood like why this is something someone could desire you know because it is so like like imagine just being taken care of like wow like you know what I mean like she like the way she like bust her ass for this man I'm just like yeah like you know what I mean just like damn bro like I want to I want to love somebody to like that point like I want to love someone so much that I do that because let me tell you I don't do that like I literally don't do that so for me it's like it's it's like novel right like it's like wow it's like imagine like feeling this strongly and I am a person of service like I love to do that like my friends will tell you like I love to just give love I love to just emotionally like really feel and take care of people like I love that I really really do um and just yeah that's that's just that's just that you know that's the shit um but yeah, also, I'm gonna like just say this really quickly. I'm gonna be potentially dog sitting for someone, and he's like a weirdo. Like, I think that he's like a weirdo. I did ask him on a date once, but like, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, he's a creep. He's like a weirdo. And like, um, like, usually when you're dog sitting, especially for like white people, you know, and it's not just white people, obviously right but it's just like like everyone has a camera right but like when i say especially white people it's because they're always deathly afraid that someone's gonna hurt them and they know why we all know why because a part of them knows that it would not like it's a little deserved it's 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 a bit deserved you know they like all their riches everything that they have is off the backs of all the people their ancestors have literally brutalized massacred and hurt right but like but they worked really hard to get this job so they want to enjoy it yeah good for you anyway but it's just like um but also because they always think everybody wants what they have because a lot of y'all do want what they have and i'm like and that honestly is not a flex like that's like i'm just like why would you want that and i get like i feel like what pe- i get people want like freedom and what, but again for me from my perspective that's not whiteness that's not like that's not equated to whiteness i understand that as much as i can because you know what maybe i don't fuck it because people begin defensive we're like you don't understand white people have everything okay whatever Yo- whatever but it's just like it's just like i just i i don't envy them i don't envy them like i like i don't i don't and it's like i meet white people i love and i meet white people that i i feel approximation with and stuff like that but it's just like i don't know how to explain it i'm like yeah but like they're like but i but being close to them is enough like i don't know why you would want to like insert yourself in that i think for me the equivalent was blackness but that's because i wanted community like i wanted community because i didn't have a community growing up you know what i mean i was isolated like i was literally like sheltered right so um and i mean shout out to my mom again because like she she ain't no she ain't know what else to do she did the best she could and i respect her for that anyway but um and i thank her for that because it could it really could have turned out really really bad had she not done that so moving on but um 
but yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm sorry, like, I, you know how, like, people be like, oh, you know, you want to, like, be with a partner that's, like, your parent, it's, like, I can see how my, like, my, you know, ideal of a partner is similar to my father, but I could never, I do not ever want to be with a man that, like, has the, the worst parts of my father, like, I just would not want that, ever, ever because like my father one of the worst things about him is like his inability to like see outside himself I would not ever want to build a life with somebody like that like I would not want to ever build a life with somebody like that like I couldn't think of anything more devastating than that and a lot of men are like that like literally like that's what it means to be patriarchal at this point but it's just like again I already accept I'll be alone can't miss what you never had. Like, I, it's all good. It's all good. Anyway, um, moving on. So, and that's also one of the reasons why I, like, am okay with being alone. Because I'm like, I'm not going to just serve anybody. Like, I'm not going to just, like, like, for example, this guy where he's, like, I was just talking about that's, like, interested in me. I'm like, the fuck I look like? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck do I, like, he does not need to be served nigga like what like like i like i only ever like at this point like met up with him i saw him once and like he literally like um like he um sorry because i'm about to say something i'm like am i being mean am i being mean like should i like say this and in my head, I'm like, he's probably talking shit about you. And I'm like, well, what if he's not? I'm like, okay, well, then regardless, like, I think I'm just still going to say it. But I kind of forgot what I was going to say. Um, oh, yeah. No, I remember what I was going to say. But it's like, because I feel bad for coming at him like this. But, like, it's it's not personal. It really is not. This is not personal. But it's just like, I'm sorry. Like, if you allow non-black people to say nigga around you, if you as a non-black person say nigga, I will not date you. I will not ever date you. I may not yell at you. I may, I'm not going to waste my breath on telling you what you already fucking know. I have said this since I was in high school and I will die saying this. If you are a non-black person and you use the word nigga, you do not respect black people. You do not fully understand what black people have gone through, the effects. Because for you to make such a fucking... What's the word? Like... It's repulsive. It's repulsive. This word signifies genocide. Like that's like that's what it is. Like this word signifies genocide. And the same people whose ancestors were massacred and murdered senselessly mercilessly like and they want to reclaim it to honor their survival and you want to say because you want to be cool 
You want to say because you want to fit in? Because you're lonely? Like, I actually go back and forth with myself a lot on whether or not I should even say nigga. I really do. Because, like, my abusive ex-best friend, she was, like, she had, a, like, an epiphany one time where she realized, she was, like, yo, like, you're you're not a descendant of slaves. And I was, like, I'm definitely not, like, not at all, you know? And so for her, she's just like, well, you shouldn't have any claimage or ownership of anything that we have. Now, I don't know. I, I like she's the one that literally encouraged me to start saying nigga because I didn't say nigga before. Like when I was growing up, like black Americans that I grew up with, like they made me feel like I wasn't black, you know, and like I'm gonna just say like they won because I will not ever feel comfortable. I will not ever want to see myself as black. Like that's just the thing. Like I don't want to. And it's like, I may be looked at as black American as some, but I don't want to, like, I just, it's not fair. It's not fair. Like, that's why. Because it's like, you can't do that. You can't pick and choose who gets to be in your community when you want it, when it benefits you. You can't do that. It's not fair. Because like, a lot of black people don't understand like, and this is some real shit. Like, a lot of black people don't understand that culturally how black people are and communicate with each other, whatever. It doesn't matter the reason. It doesn't matter the reason. It really hurts other people. Like, it hurts other people as individuals. Like, there's a reason why people are scared of black people. Because you don't have to have been robbed by a black person. You don't have to, like, any of that stereotypical shit. If you literally went to public school, if you went to public school with black people, you probably at some point had black people make fun of you to the to the extreme like to the fucking extreme you know because like within black culture it's like you know people will like um there's another word for it but i can't think of it right now but it's like people will, like roast you and shit like people make fun of you and shit like new york culture is black culture so even you'll see the hispanics they do the same shit but it's just like people will like um you know really just like What's that smell? Oh, it's my laundry. Anyway, but people will really just like, you know, it's it's not dirty, by the way. It's not a bad smell. It was like a good smell. But I was like, where the fuck did this come from? Anyway, but it's my laundry. My laundry. It's very clean. I've been wearing like the same outfits for like, I mean, I have not been doing much. So like, like going outside that much unless I have to. So yeah. Anyway, I've just been wearing like one load of clothes like over and over because I don't go out that often. I just like mismatch. Most of my closet has not been touched because, like, for what? Anyway, it's also it's cold outside. Any anyway, moving on, moving on. Um, black people are mean. Like that's just what it is. Like, I'm sorry. Like, cause the thing is, like I've said that before growing up. I'd be like, no, black people are mean. Like, like Africans know that black people are mean. Like, for example, like Africans take pride. Like they'd be like, yeah, like we're mean, you know. And like black Americans do too. But black Americans and Africans too. I'm 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 all over the diaspora because like my my parents will get defensive like my dad can get defensive when I bring this up but it's just like black people are mean and nobody cares why I'm sorry we're just being real like it doesn't matter why it's irrelevant like I understand there's a whole history this whole reason but like you're still mean you know like black people are mean like I'm black I'm mean like it's just it's just it's just how it is you know because of like the way that like we're so I don't know. I feel dumb saying this, but it's true. Like we are devoted to the truth because the truth will set us free. Literally, 
literally like like you know what i mean i've said this many times where it's like this this fake ass society we've built where it's like whiteness is on top asians are second hispanics are third and blacks are the are are um last like that's not even real like if you go to like wealthy areas you'll find different people there like you have to go to racist areas to only find one type of person there like one type of people like to only find a certain type of type of people there yeah sorry you know what i mean whereas like in if you go to a liberal area like if you go to an area that's just wealthy right like if you go to an area that's just wealthy you like not conservatively wealthy you know like progressively inclusively wealthy you will see so many different types of people you will see asians middle eastern black african hispanic let like no not latin american that's just kind of the same thing but like you know what i mean like you'll see all types of people it's not real when they tell you like only poor people think like that like i'm just being honest like only like poor people think that you have to be white to be wealthy because like when you're wealthy you understand that you don't have to be white to be wealthy which is why racist wealthy people are the way that they are that's why like you may ask yourself like because i'll tell people i'm like anybody who's racist like they just feel insecure in their position in society like that's why they're racist like i don't care what their individual reason is it comes from a source of insecurity because like why the fuck would you be like that right and like that's a hypothetical question we already know why okay it's a fucking insecurity right you feel threatened why do you feel threatened that that's that is your unique story you sit with that anyway but it, reflect on that anyway but it's just like but with um what was i gonna say um what was i gonna say um oh yeah but like because i've said in the past where i'd be like nah like wealthy white people like i don't fuck with them like i don't fuck with a lot of them because like they're just like they're just fucking racist ignorant scared cowardly they're not gonna ever leave their little fucking box that they were born and raised in and like they're fucking great 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 grandparents were fucking born and raised in like they're good with this comfortability they're good with not actually applying themselves because you know what the reality is when you're born in wealth especially tremendous amounts of wealth the equivalent to struggling in life the way that somebody who's like born poor or you know even lower middle class right you know like those people poor people lower middle class like they're aiming to be wealthy so the struggle right is going through those obstacles of like whether it's your is your skin color you know that also holds you back with the poverty whether it's just the poverty like it's all these obstacles but it's like when you're to, to get the for example i need to finish to get the job that you want or the house that you want or to have access to the resources that you want or to have access to any of the shit that you want right so okay right so when you're born into that shit what work do you truly have to do like what work did you really have to do you just had to follow the rules and yes following the rules was probably very hard for you to do but like girl you know what i mean like, you know what i mean it's like girl like i'm sure that was hard i'm sure you have trauma but like life is hard life is traumatic yeah so like 
is not the same struggle like for them to truly struggle like that's why nobody takes a wealthy person seriously when they say like oh i've worked really hard like girl waking up every day to go to a job that you hate at fucking bloomberg is not the same as waking up every day going to a job that you hate on a fucking bicycle in new york fucking city to deliver fucking food to people who can't walk like two blocks down the goddamn street because their time is just so precious i can't anyway so and the reason why i say that is because if you if you're entitled like that where you're like no like i don't have time to go get food because i'm doing whatever the fuck i'm doing or processing whatever the fuck i'm processing these are the same people they get their food they're like why is it messed up bitch if you cared so much about the quality of your fucking delivery you should have went and gotten it your fucking self jesus christ anyway moving on so it's just like it's not the same you know and i want y'all to know i acknowledge that when i'm telling y'all that you need to get the fuck over yourself and grow up that two things can be true at one time i know you're struggling i may not know your struggle i may not understand your struggle i may not be in your struggle but i acknowledge that you're fucking struggling and it's at the hands of spoiled ass people who think that feeling heavy feelings are the worst things ever because nobody in their life taught them anything else they didn't teach them how to process things they didn't teach them how to be grateful because they weren't raised like that and their ancestors weren't raised like that because if they were they would not have done what they've done they would have sat in their little fucking corner and been grateful but no no that's not what they did at all anyway anyway moving on because i do kind of feel like i'm contradicting myself not i feel like i'm contradicting myself but i don't think i'm actually contradicting because i know what i believe and i understand how i got to these things but i am aware that it may sound contradicting so you know in future episodes we'll continue to unpack all this shit you know what i mean we'll continue to unpack all this shit anyway anyway hold on i have to text my friend um Okay, cool. I'll leave my place at 2.30. Um, since I'm close. Fuck. Anyway, um... Yeah, so I have, my time has been extended. So we have an extra hour of me talking my shit. And then I have to, well, technically I should do less than an hour because it does I'm not that close to the library anyway. But it's like a 30 minute ride, like literally from my door into the library. It's like a 30 minute entire like commute. Anyway, so yeah, so probably not 2.30. Um, I'll probably... I'll give myself like 45 to like 50 more minutes. Anyway, so what the fuck was I talking about? What was I talking about? What was I talking about? I forgot. What was I talking about? I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can see how it could seem contradictory. So don't worry. In the future, we'll talk more about it. Anyway, I'm talking talk- what I'm talking today, okay? Um, 
But yeah, so yeah, anyway, so it's not the same. Like, for example, if a wealthy person really wants to know struggle, right? Like if a wealthy, I'm telling, yo, wealthy people, yo, yo, wealthy people. I'm saying it for the people in the back too. Yo, yo, you want to really know the struggle? You want to really know what it feels like to be like poor, disenfranchised? Do what fucking scares you. You know what scares you? Helping poor people. Being around poor people. Connecting with poor people. And not just poor people. If you're racist, right? Right? Like, talk to other people, but be careful. Don't try to be their friends. Because, like, they don't need you. They don't need people like you in their life like that. But I dare you to, to, to grow your character, right? By putting yourself in a situation that you know you're fucking terrified of, right? Do that. Try and survive that. Try and learn and grow and understand that. You know why? Because you will grow as a person. And it's not going to be easy. That's what y'all don't... Like, that's what you guys know and understand and refuse to accept about your reality. You would rather suffer the way that you do than truly live a life with sacrifice with loss with pain with agony the reason why people can create beautiful art in the first place you ain't got that and you know why you don't have that because you've never truly struggled the way that other people have you've struggled you know, but like life is a struggle. So like the best case scenario is when your struggle is not that bad. Like, you know, like that's as good as it gets. I know, I know, I know. So it's just like, cause I think about this one person that I know who I respect so much, but I look at them and I'm like, girl, you would be so much happier if you just stopped hanging out with white people all the time. And this person's a person of color. But I'm like, you would be so much happier if you just, like, actually did the work to get comfortable and, like, unlearn the fucking ignorance, right? And just, like, hang out with your own people. Hang out with, like, people who are like you, who understand you. Because the hardest part about being Asian, African, or just an immigrant in any way, but specifically these two groups as an African. And I feel like Africans and Asians, I really see this a lot with us. I don't really recognize this with Hispanics, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I just don't see it with Hispanics. Um, I just mostly predominantly see it with, you know, Asians um, outside of Africans. But it's like, and again, this can be replicated. Like, you can see this anywhere with any human interaction. When I'm using these identifiers, I'm using it because, again, we live in a world that has, like, fucking dumbed us down and, like, categorized everything in, like, white, black, Asian, da 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 Like, fucking white people, man. Not even white people. Europeans and their fucking ancestors. Anyway, it's their fault. Because, like I said, in Africa, like, we didn't, like, people had brains, you know what I mean? So, like, you didn't have to, like, do all that shit. You didn't have to be like, well, this is Molly, and this is Mortanya, and this is... Go-. Like, no, people know where they fuck they belong. Like, they're respectful of people's, like, fucking spaces. Like, because they grew... They literally are raised to be that way. They developed 
over time to understand the value of why they had to be that way. But no, Europeans, they were like, I can do better because I think so. Like, Jesus Christ, I can't. I really can't. Like, anytime people, like, and I, I feel bad because now I'm just, now I'm just about to be like, I'm just about to beat a dead horse because I was gonna be like, I don't know if you think they're so smart because it's like I get it, I get it. They have their moments, right? They've done some things that other people haven't done, and it's amazing. But a lot of other people have done things that they haven't done, and it's also amazing. You're not that special, is my point. Moving on, moving on. Like I recognize that you're unique. But you're not that unique, fam. You're still a fucking human being. Anyway. Anyway. Um, as I was saying, um, what I've noticed with, like, Asians and, like, Africans is that, like, when they come to America, right? Because initially, the reason why I say this is predominantly, I see this with Asians and Africans is because Asians and Africans have a very long, like since the beginning of time, worth of history that not only we take pride in, but we remember and continue to pass down for generations to generations. I think that with Latin Americans, because of the fact that there's just so much mixing, you know, and I also think about like Mexico and how the indigenous Mexicans are treated so poorly like, I feel like with Hispanics, like, that's, I think that's also the biggest cultural difference between me and them. And I understand with Black Americans, they feel homage, but, like, I don't feel any homage with them. I don't. And, like, I'm developing that homage as I, like, live in New York, but that's, like, me building this from here, from scratch. But I don't feel that cultural tie with them because, like, when I see... You know, like the way the way I see how they've treated their indigenous people, I'm just like, and it's similar with Africans as well. I don't want to be disingenuous. Like it is similar with Africans as well, but like we respect the animist. At least, at least I was raised by a father that does. Cause my mom, she you know she'd be fucking around, but you know mixed things, mixed people things. Anyway, but it like you know. That's, I don't know. I feel like mixing is kind of like, I think that's the danger of mixing is like when you create this whole new thing when you're mixing like these two different groups of people because now you have this whole new culture because people don't come out just like white, 50% white, 50% black. It's like, no, it like depends on what they look like, depends on how people treat them. Like it's depend. it depends on so many things. It's so nuanced that I feel like culture can easily get lost, Right. But, like, that's also something you can, like, counteract. So, like, that's why I'm, like, eh. I'm not saying here, I mean, like, mixed people are the bane of our existence. Like, no. Like, y'all can actually just, like, do a better job at understanding your history so that when your child questions you about it because it contradicts with the other part of them, like, you actually have answers. Because a lot of y'all just don't be knowing your culture. You just know a bunch of random shit that you've been told. And when your mixed child questions you because they also have this other perspective, this other lineage in them that you literally gave to them anyway like you want to get mad because you're because you don't have the answer you feel stupid and you're like and you're probably projecting the fact that like their whiteness is what's making you feel stupid and it's like girl get a grip you know what i'm saying get a fucking get a fucking grip also you know i fuck with that girl from columbia university i was hurt i was petty i was childish i was mad you know what I'm saying? Because I thought she didn't like me because, like, I was, like, you know, not a, like, an Ivy League student. 
bitch. Anyway, like, I'm not calling her a bitch, but you know. Um, but nah, like, for real though, like, I like, I fuck with her. Cause like, she said, she was like, I'm black. Like, she identifies as black. And at first, I couldn't take it seriously because I don't see biracials as black, you know? I just see them as like biracial, but that's not like a cultural thing. Like, I don't think that they're not culturally black. I can, I acknowledge and accept if they identify as culturally black. But like, you know, I don't know how else to word it, but like physically, like I don't consider them black because like they're literally biracial. You know what I mean? But like with her, I'm like thinking about her and like her behavior and I'm imagining that. And I'm like, I see why she calls because she has a black mom and I'm like, ah, like she she saw shit. You know what I mean? Because I don't know her mom. I don't want to give her mom credit that she don't deserve. I'm sure her mom, you know, did her due diligence. But I want to give this this woman the credit that she deserves. Like, this biracial credit. Like, this biracial credit. This biracial woman the credit that she deserves. Because I'm like, nah. She black. You know what I mean? Like, I see. Like, she's biracial. But black. You know what I mean? Like, we need to come up with language with that. Let's have some fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, cause you know, you have to acknowledge the reality. Like, people see you as biracial because you're very, very light-skinned. Um and yeah. That's as deep as it goes. But then like the cultural aspect aspect though is very black. Very black. Um because like I was just so, like talking about all this now I can easily just imagine her like being like yes <laughs> yes you know um anyway anyway um yeah I love her I'll always love her I love her anyway moving on moving on moving the fuck on um oh my god anytime i talk i just think about my other friend that i have who i like i just she my everything she's my everything she's my everything literally she's my baby which is funny because like when you say baby isn't that supposed to be like more romantic you know what i mean like that's more like um you know, like, it's my baby. But with her, I don't see it, like, romantically. I see it as, like, no, like, that's, like, my baby. Like, that's, like, like, I don't know how else to describe them. Like, no, like, first of all, like, they're shorter than me. And so, like, I just, I'm just like, this is my baby. Like, ah, and they're younger than me. So I feel like I can justify it that way. Anyway, moving on. Um, I love them. Um, but I started thinking about them in case you were like, how'd you go from one friend, the biracial girl to that one? Because like the way I talk, um, they talk like that too. And I've never met somebody who talks like that, like me anyway. Um, yeah, moving on. So what was I talking about? Oh yeah. I'm done with the biracial thing. Um, or talking about the biracial person, but, um, yeah what time is it okay um but yeah so yeah um 
Yeah, but like wealthy people like integrate with the rest of society. Because I promise you that'll be the hardest thing you ever do. I promise you that. Because like you will be breaking generational curses placed upon your family. And the reason why I say that, I think about the Kennedys, right? Because there's that whole Kennedy curse thing. And I've thought about that for pretty much ever since I first heard about it when I was in like high school. I never read too much into it because a lot of it looked like bullshit. But I did like the concept enough to keep dissecting it throughout the years. Because there's a reason why people use the word curse in the first place. And I do believe in curses, right? Like, I don't believe in magic the way it's portrayed on television. But I do believe that intentions outlive us, right? Like, they outlast us. Like, for example the kennedys were bootleggers before right we all know this when i look at reality now anytime you see especially rappers i i see this a lot with rappers like jay-z is a perfect example right because i feel like jay-z wants carter like we all know he wanted carter to be like rockefeller and i do think that he will get exactly what he wanted i do think that the carter last name will be you know, like an old name. I do believe that. I really, really do. You know? And the thing is, though, right, is I think about the Kennedys and how they were bootleggers and decided to go legit. But the but the thing about them is that it was so disingenuous because, like, they literally went from one extreme to the next, right? Like, they wanted to become like the wealthy people that they how do i word this because i feel like you guys know what i'm trying to say but it's like they wanted to be like the old money people of their time like back during bootlegging era kennedy like they wanted to be like the old money people of their time and what did they do to get there they 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 you know broke the law they were gangsters like this is what they were doing right like that's that's what the kennedys were doing and um and then to transition right into camouflaging with um or you know fitting in with these old money people like they had to hide who they really were because like being a bootlegger being from ireland like all those things like first of all that's culture so that means it affects the way they see the world. It affects how they interact with the world because that is what culture is, right? So it's like that is what they've known for generations. And then all of a sudden, in a single generation, they, are from, they, they go from one position to an entirely new position. And they're in a whole new world, in a whole new culture, around a bunch of people who literally do not act like them who do not think like them and who do not understand them and i can only imagine what it must have felt like to be a child of the kennedys after that because it's so much pressure because the reality of your family and your life is nothing like the people you go to school with that's why you'll have irish people be talking about the fact that like you know they feel like they can relate to black people because it's like irish culture is very different from like british culture right wasp culture right i don't know are they anglo-saxon because i think they might be saxon if 
if they ain't Anglo. But y'all know what I'm trying to say. Like, there's a difference, right? There's a different way that they move and are and be and all that shit. All that shit. So, um, my point is, though, is when I think about the curse, I feel like I don't think it was obviously like a a curse, an intentional curse where like one person was like this person is going to face generations and generations of pain like i don't think like some witch did that i think what happened was a community of people identified imposters and swore whether intentionally intentionally unconsciously subconsciously or consciously that they were not allowed these people to infiltrate what they value most, their heritage, their history, all those things, right? And in pursuit of that, right, in honoring that, the Kennedys lacked true community, maybe. This all speculation i think i definitely felt closer to what i was saying before now i'm just speculating because i don't know how it actually turned out because i don't actually read about the kennedys because i don't really care but it's just like um but my point is because i don't want to speculate too much because i have a point here and i don't want my wrong parts to like you know overshadow that but i just feel like what happened to them was that people just saw through them especially the people they were trying to emulate and obviously you know they 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 got their just due like they 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 got their place like today the kennedys right like they are an old family they are a respected family they are a hard-working family i know i know if y'all don't know if y'all don't know because they are conservative they are problematic but I have to acknowledge that, like, when I want the, the bit that I do know of their history, like, they were hustlers. I mean, literally, like, they were, they were bootleggers, like, they're hustlers, you know? And, like, I respect that. Like, I love that. I just wish they would understand that, like, don't look down on other people who are starting later than you. Because it's the same shit, motherfucker. Like, and that's what it comes back to where it's like, but a lot of the, the curse thing, right? It's like the people that you hurt, the bridges that you burn, they will come to bite you. They will. Unless that, and the thing is too, it, it doesn't even have to be some, like, like some, it doesn't have to, it doesn't even have to be intentional because we all know that if somebody hurts somebody that we love, we don't need their position, their permission to do something about it. You feel me? Like we know that. We fucking know that. So, and when I say that, it's like, obviously some people might feel that way, but high key i'm just warning y'all i'm not that person like i'm like <laughs> i i don't need permission i you know what i mean like 
You know, I'm not going to go out of my way and, like, fucking, like, hurt a bitch, like, crazily. But I'm going to do some petty shit. I'm going to do something. You know what I mean? I'm going to do something. Right? Um, Because, like, you're not going to get away with this. You're just not. And, like, I don't even want my friend to do anything about it. Because they don't need that bad karma. They didn't do anything wrong. But, like, you, you gonna get got. Like, I promise you. Like, you, like, the, the objective is not to hurt you. The objective is for you to recognize against your fucking will. Wait, no. Against your will. I don't know. Do I want to do things against people's, people's wills? Because I'm a whole free will bitch. I'm a whole free will bitch. And that would be me incurring bad karma. So not against your will. You know what? We'll take it back. I will do something that will haunt you until you are ready to face and recognize what you did to somebody that I loved. Right? And that's dangerous. That's scary. Because sometimes people get hurt and like... It's, it's just life. It's not their fault. It's not the other person's fault. It's just life. You know? Anyway. Anyway. Um, anyway. Um, ooh. Someone just responded to my story. Okay. But yeah, moving on. Because I, I got to go. Oh my God, I got to go. I'm having so much fun. Even if you're not, shut up. Anyway. <laughs> um. Damn, why are you listening if you're not having fun? Ew, hate listeners? Ew. Ew. Not people who don't have anything better to do. Ew. Anyway. <laughs> Yo, that just made me think about one of my friends. Oh, like she be talking like that. She talks like that. She Aries. Anyway, um, anyway, um, yeah, so, yeah, anyway, so, <laughs> um, what was I talking about that? I forgot. Anyway. <laughs> um fuck what was i talking about i literally cannot remember because now my mind's like yeah y'all if you're wealthy like integrate with the rest of the population and if you don't want to then don't oh and i remember what i was talking about the curse let me finish with that and then i'll finish with the other thing because again i don't want wealthy people to insert themselves where they're not like needed or wanted where they're not wanted that's what it is where they're not wanted because they're gonna experience like rejection as they should like they should be rejected like if they don't if somebody doesn't want you there like they have every right to reject you you know and like yeah you know what i mean it's just that it's just that simple i don't know how else to like word it or say it but anyway moving on so yeah um fuck what was i gonna say um because i just started thinking about these wealthy 
very like early 20 year olds that I met last year um and I'm just curious to know what they think like what type of mentality they have when it comes to all of this stuff anyway um but yeah back to the curse so with um just to wrap up it's like i the kennedys have they they gained their respect it took generations right because that's the thing that's 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 the reality like there's a reason why during the bootleg era of the kennedy history or legacy i should say i don't know that like the people of the old the old money people of then didn't respect them was because they were like well you're not doing the work like you are not doing the work you are cheating and stealing you know like you're literally being a criminal and it's like they take pride in the fact that like they don't make money like that they don't build their wealth in that way but again that's not true i don't know any old family that has not built their wealth and their fortune through genocide and massacre and the reason why i say that is because that is how you build wealth in this world in this system that's why it's a problem that's what everyone is always talking about and i feel like it's just what happens is that people finally make it right because the kennedys they're very conservative right and i feel like they're so conservative because the work that they did that's not the type of work that is really applauded in society. Because like I literally just said earlier in this episode, when it's like the way wealthy people are like, well, I worked really hard to like get this position or to be in this position. They mean that. Like the rest of us don't fully take that shit seriously, but like they mean it. Because, like, what they dealt with was people looking down at them, saying that they weren't as good as them. And they proved it. And I feel like it's the same thing with the Kennedys. I feel like with the Kennedys, they're like, well, we, we did this, and we proved ourselves, and da-da-da-da, and yada-yada-yada. And it's like... You know? So with the... So, like, them... Because they're very, you know, they're heavy, heavily involved in politics. So it's just, like, with their conservatism, it's just very hypocritical in the grand scheme of things because yes they worked hard to like gain respect but like that's how you gain like that that's 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 just how it works that's not because they're special that's not because they're um you know like anything you know like that's just how it is people will respect you if you literally deem yourself worthy of respect and how you do that 
sorry i was like reading text by the way when i was like getting slow like that anyway um like hold on i'm 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 trying to think about how to say it um because like the text distracted me so now i have to like go back recalibrate um People, okay, let's look up the definition of respect because I feel like I'm about to just go around in circles to say some shit and, like, I don't got the time for that. I, like, really don't have the time for that. Anyway, um, respect. The feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited, elicited? By their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Right? That's the first definition. That's literally definite. That's literally the definition. Right? And it's like, let me do you want me to read the I'll read the rest real quick. They're short. The second one is due regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions. Three, a particular aspect, point, or detail. Okay, so what we need is the is number one. Right? A feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. So, like, you have to understand, like, that's how respect works. Because a lot of people want to buy respect. A lot of people want to just shortcut to respect. And, like, bitch, nobody respects you. Like, nobody respects you. Because, like, when you do that, all you really reveal to people is that, like, you just, you don't feel good about yourself. Like, you don't respect yourself. You know why? Because you're so desperate to get that validation from others. Because people know that if you respect yourself, if you love yourself, that you're going to move in a certain way. They know that. They recognize that. They respect that. But when they see that you don't do that, that's when they don't respect you. Because why would they? It's a waste of time. It's a waste of their energy. It's a waste of their respect. Anyway. Anyway. So, um... yeah you know just yeah so the kennedys they gained respect because they actually did respectable things versus back when they were bootlegging and trying to like infiltrate a society that they just wanted to be a part of because they deemed that they were worthy of it like they they just decided that because they wanted that right like the backlash that you're going to face is going to be heavy and the effects that it has on you as an individual as a person like i think about the kennedy children and like bruh that's just sad it's sad and i feel like had those things never happened the kennedys would have never gained the respect that they now have today Because I feel like those events, all of those things, everything that happened, it really forced the the children, the descendants, right, to really reevaluate what it is that they're doing, why is it that they're doing it, and how to truly go about it. And people saw that, people recognized that, people can see you. Even if you think, like, people can't read your mind. They don't know how you feel, but they can see you. They can see how you act, how you react. They can see the parts of you that you may not even be aware of. 
And it's not because they know you. It's just because it's easier sometimes to see people from the outside looking in. Sometimes. Anyway. So, um... Yeah. Um, sorry, I just thought about something that I think is well. It's well. This was unrelated, but what led to it wasn't unrelated. Anyway. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah, sorry, I'm, like, thinking about something that I actually don't really like. Anyway, moving on. So, yeah, I'm pretty much done with the Kennedys, and I gotta go. But, like, I mean, I can be a little late. It's fine. But, anyway, but, yeah, with the Kennedys, it's, like, I just feel like it was a curse, but it was just, like, more, like, I don't know. Like, it's not, like, this curse of, like, you know, a witch sat there and cursed them. Like, maybe that did happen. Maybe. I don't know. But I definitely can say um, that ci- that cyclical um, I don't even know what else to say, but it's just like there's 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 a there was a pattern there. There was a cycle there. And it's been broken. You know, I can see it. What's his name? Ted Kennedy, because I keep thinking Ted Cruz and I'm like, no, nah, I'm pretty sure his name was Ted Kennedy. Like he passed away, right? Yeah, but it was with the death of Ted Kennedy that I realized, like, how, um, but there's another Kennedy, it's not Ted. There's a, there's a Kennedy that I'm thinking, of. maybe it was Ted, but there's a Kennedy that was, like, highly respected in, in, um, politics. Maybe, I think it actually was Ted Kennedy, because he's the only name that comes up. But yeah, damn, they really are all in politics. That's so funny. You know, they'd be working hard at following the rules. I'm sorry. I just don't know if I'll ever be able to take people like that too seriously. But I can't lie. I do be respecting them, though, because I'm like, well, work is still work. It's just, you know, don't try to compare. Like, don't because that's that's what people like that try to do. They try to be like, no, the work that I do is more important because it affects the world. And I'm like, don't flatter yourself. Like, you could all die and the world would still turn. These structures could literally all be dismantled. And yeah, people would die along with you. But I promise you, the world will still turn. In fact, it'd probably be a better place. Like, (laughs) I'm not even gonna lie. So that's why for me, I'm like, you know, I get it. Y'all did your work, but... I don't know. I just wouldn't want to ever be a part of something like that. And I think it's sad that again with white supremacy and like white culture and like Europeans that are sending all this shit that like 
the Kennedy last name is like a thing. And I'm like, there are many, many last names that are older than Kennedy, that have legacies more powerful than Kennedy, right? And like, you would not ever hear them because um, you'll never hear of them because of these fucking white people who just want to keep maintaining this illusion because they're like, well, my grandfather fought for this. I'm like, do you think your grandfather is the only grandfather that's fought for shit? Like, Jesus Christ. Anyway, anyway, like, gee, I can't, we're, we're moving on. So so to end this episode, because I got to go, wealthy people, what y'all need to understand is that, like, you don't understand. And you don't understand because you don't live a real life. You don't live a real life. And y'all know that. Like, if you guys talk to them, if they ever are comfortable or vulnerable enough with you, they will tell you that. Because they know that. They just don't want to admit it. Because they spent their whole lives, for generations, being told that being like the rest of us, being like the plebs, is the worst thing that could ever happen to them. And it's like they're so conflicted because they also see these same plebs. This is where the resentment comes in. This is where their tie to conservatism comes in. You know, their devotion to it. Like they literally, they just like they see everyone else like bond and connect in a way that they just, a lot of them really just have never had. They just have never had that. They have money. They have recognition. They have all this. They have power. But they don't have love. They don't have safety. They don't have peace of mind. They don't have connection. And shit. Sometimes neither do we. But like. We have way more than they do. And that's why they don't want to share their resources with us. It's because they're like, you already have so much. That's why you'll find white people looking for their fucking, like, on their fucking savior complex. They're like, I need to find a black that's lonely and desolate, like, you know, (laughs) and big them up so I can feel something. And it's just like, girl, stay the fuck away from me. Stay away from me. Anyway... Anyway, um, so yeah, like just, just, yeah, like wealthy people like integrate with the rest of society and I promise you, you will know struggle. You will feel power. You will feel all the things that you've always dreamt of feeling that you've read. You've seen an art because a lot of, you know, wealthy people are educated, you know, like they're educated. So, like, they understand what art is supposed to give. They understand how it's given, but they themselves don't know how to experience it. They just know of these things. They know of life, but they don't really experience it. Not the way that we do. And, of course, there are exceptions. You have some wealthy people who do feel things. 
you know but that's why you'll also find like that guy was talking about earlier you'll have privileged people they don't even have to be wealthy but i mean he's definitely wealthy there's i he could like not be that rich but like you can't like be born and raised in east village have a house in pennsylvania and like not be wealthy like what like you know what i mean like this these places are not cheap like what anyway anyway so like um yeah and the thing is with a lot of these kids like the thing is like when you say shit like that they get so hurt they're like you don't see me you don't know the pain i want girl shut the fuck up two things can be true at once like jesus christ like but that does come from the fact that you have a lot of people who are like oh you're wealthy you're this you're that you have no idea what it feels like to be me and it's like and like i said i hate that shit too like girl like god like build a bridge and get the fuck over it i get it you can express your emotion i'm not saying you're wrong for feeling the way that you do but like to like give people trauma because you feel the way that you do like i know that's kind of inevitable i know that's kind of a you know that's a part of life but if you can help it like do so like, don't just sit there when you know that you could potentially be hurting someone and still keep doing that. You know, like that, like, girl, like, how do you think you're a good person after something like that? Because a lot of people really think they're good people. And I'm like, girl, why do you think that? And I'm not even I don't even like to see things as like good or bad people. Like, I'll use that language when necessary. But I don't like I don't actually view the world that way. Like, I look at my abuser and I don't think she's a bad person. I just think that like she is a very, very hurt person who hurt me extremely bad or extremely because it's not not very bad, like, extremely. She, like, she hurt me very badly. Like, it's very bad. Took years to recover. And I'm sure not everything she did was intentional. But enough of it, enough of it was. You know? Anyway, so... We're moving on. Anyway, um... Anyway, um, yeah, just, yeah, um, yeah, so I'm just thinking about these NYU Hispanic kids that I met, and, like, they were so mean to me, like, and I just had this image of this one girl, like, trying to talk to me and be nice to me, and I'm like, no, sorry you missed your chance like and people don't want to get mad because people always want everything to work out in their favor i'm everyone too bitch i'm not special but it's just like grow up you know what i'm saying i'm growing up I'm trying my best to grow out of that but it's like some people really hurt me for no reason i say no reason because i don't know why they hurt me but they felt very strongly and maybe they just didn't want me there and that happens a lot with hispanics where like they just don't want me around but like they'll want me around like when they decide they want me around and they get mad when i don't want to be around them because i'm like girl you're no like i feel like a lot of hispanics i the reason why i have like i like talk about them and i like think about them so much is because i'm like i feel like they try and treat black people like slaves like people that like 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 i don't like that like, I feel like a lot of Hispanics, like, they see black people as, like, people they can always rely on. 
And I'm like, no, like you don't even deserve that. A lot of y'all literally are fucking racist and you get away with it because you're a person of color. I don't fuck with that. I hate that. That disgusts me. And in New York, it's so prevalent. And as an African, especially, where it's like, for me, when I see blackness, I'm like, original humans? Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's just like, this is like, top tier. So I'm like, excuse me? And don't get it twisted. I've had some of them like, successfully like make me look fucking worthless and stupid but that's my point i'm like nah like i don't fuck with that hashtag not all hispanics like i have close hispanic friends but it's just like bruh i don't fuck with that and i'm not gonna sit here and pretend for their feelings fuck their feelings anyway anyway um yeah moving on but yeah wealthy people integrate with society and yeah it's going to be painful and don't try to be friends with someone based off of looks and fantasies like be a regular person for once in your life and just try and make new friends who aren't like you just like the rest of us plebs always do you know you just treat people like a normal person i know you don't even know how to be treated like a normal person but figure it out don't get yourself killed. It's not that, it's literally not that deep. If you get yourself killed, like, I'm gonna be real, like, be careful. Like, it's, cause it's really not that hard, but like, wealthy people just have no clue or idea. So they for real be like putting themselves in like really bad situations. Like, they just don't, cause they just don't know. So, like, you know, like, Godspeed. But like, like, seriously though, like, don't make this into a fucking movie. Like, relax. Like, just, just talk to people. Just talk to them. Like, hey, how was your day? They're going to be like, oh, my day was fine. How was yours? And then you, then that's it. That's, it's, that's, it's that simple. You know, talk to someone where your heart, you feel in your heart. You're like, oh, my God, I like this person. Trust that. That's the first step to breaking generational curses is trusting your intuition. If you meet someone, even if they're so different from you, and you're like, I like this person, then just, just say hi just say hi you know like you're in kindergarten just say hi how are you they'll be like i'm good be like oh wow like that's so good like i'm good too you know anyway anyway um i gotta go daily tweet like (laughs) yo i just i'm just remembering back in high school i really used to tweet daily like and i put a hashtag daily tweet like like i feel like when you're an adult and you reflect on that you're just like that's so fucking stupid like why did i do that like there was no like i really gained nothing from doing that besides like what it felt like which is good because i wanted to do it but it's just funny when you get older and you really think about a lot of the stuff that you did and you're like but like i literally because i remember like it was like a like a ritual like i would get on the school bus and i would go on my phone and i would go on twitter and i would just be like (laughs) i would i would tweet daily like i would i hashtag daily tweet and i just think it's funny because i'm like like, I could not do that. I could never do some shit like that now. I'm like, girl, like, the fuck you gonna, like, I don't know. I just could not do that shit now. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, 
I'm gonna finish this idea really quickly. That's why you have wealthy people who, um, like, the, like I said, the other the other guy I was talking about earlier in this episode. You don't have to be wealthy, but you just have a lot of people. Because I didn't finish what I was saying because I was talking about like whether or not he was wealthy, or whatever. It doesn't matter. But you have a lot of comfortable people, whether they're upper middle class, middle class. You know, you'll have a lot of people who are comfortable, and they what they do is um. what they do is like it like like sorry i'm like losing my train of thought so basically like what that guy does which is like he'll hang around people who are on like dis like um disenfranchised in comparison to them because you know that also makes them feel better they're not gonna admit it but like that's primarily a, a good reason why they'll stay because they'll just be like oh my god you know like um it just makes them feel better because the other people make them feel bad because they're like, well, why aren't you living up to our standard? Like, this is literally like your community. Like, this is like this is what you're supposed to do, you know? So it's like the other people, they make them feel better because it's like you don't expect me to do much. You don't expect me to do so much because I was like that, too. I was like that, too. I get it. But it's just like. Bruh, <laughs> you know, like, don't do that wealthy people listening to this don't do that that don't do that because you're just literally gonna waste your fucking time and you're that's how you're gonna end up killed that's how you're gonna end up robbed that's how you're gonna end up in very bad situations because it's not gonna be poor people gonna do it to you it's gonna be a bad person and that bad person could be wealthy that bad person could be anything anybody oh my god am i bleeding no okay like my period not like you know like actually bleeding from like a cut or something anyway but yeah yeah, like a lot. Um, don't do that. Don't pretend to be something you're not. Please. I'm begging you. Take it from me. Like, just don't pretend to be something you're not. Just be yourself. Be honest. And don't be scared. Like, I know that's easier said than done. But like, don't be scared. You know, like, we're literally human just like you, bro like and and the thing is is like the fact that y'all are so scared of us the fact that like and i don't know maybe y'all just don't feel human like maybe you guys just don't feel human and that's where where it comes from but from our perspective with wealthy people it's like you don't treat us like we're human like you're so scared of us and we're just like why like we didn't do anything like we literally didn't do anything it was your ancestors that did all of this. So, like, why are you scared of us? Because, one, like I said, you know you fucked up. You know that you know what they did was fucked up. But, like, again, so you're assuming we're going to go out of our way, go out of our way, ruin our lives, everything that we've worked hard for, because we've had to work hard for, to hurt you? Because you're that important. You're that special. We gain so much from hurting you. Like, girl, get the fuck over yourself and go say hi to a stranger. And you know what? Open your fucking purse. But when you genuinely want to. But don't keep that shit closed up because people are dying. And it's just at what point are y'all going to just be hot blooded, hot blood. I never explained hot blooded cowards, by the way. But like, when are you guys going to just. You know, when are you going to just 
Get over it. Just stop being scared. Life is scary. We have we are not like y'all. We're at mercy to the fucking people that y'all know. But we still I mean we have no choice, but we still live every day. So fuck y'all. For real. And go say hi to a stranger, open your fucking purse, get involved in disenfranchised communities and stay in your lane. Nobody want like nobody wants to be like you. Nobody wants your life. We want the chance to build the life that we know that we want. We want the chance to build the life that we know we deserve. We don't want yours. A lot of y'all want ours. So stay in your fucking lane. You know? Anyway. Moving on. I'm done. Also, a hot-blooded coward. Hot-blooded coward is just an angry coward. Like, just a very, like, ah! But, like, they do all that because they're scared. They're like, ah! Because they don't want you to get near them. They don't want you to hurt them. So they're just like, ah! Because, you know, that's a hot-blooded coward. All right. Bye, guys!